welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, today I wanna to spend some time talking about where you get your primary influence. This is an important factor to consider because ultimately, as Christians, our primary source of influence should be from the scriptures themselves. Not from authors talking about scriptures, not from the pastor preaching on the scriptures, but from the scriptures themselves. The reason this has become increasingly more important is because we are starting to celebratize pastors. Not celebrate, but make them celebrate. Um, I goofed it up again. Celebrities. But making your pastors celebrities. And we're starting to see this trend, and indeed we've seen it for a while. Church growth pastors are more often celebrity pastors rather than they are, uh, you know, sound leaders, sound shepherds, sound sound flocks. You wouldn't go into many of these modern day massively growing churches and point out sin in the congregation. Oh, no, no, no. That would be a bad thing to do. In fact, it would be non-loving to tell somebody you can't sleep with your girlfriend if you're not married. Um, but that's what we start to see in many places, in many cases. Even though many of them will, will, will bow down the knee to say, oh, I wouldn't do that personally, but it's not my position to judge. I'm sorry, you're incorrect. The scripture, of course, everybody knows, Matthew 7, 1, do not judge lest you be judged. This does not mean don't judge anything. This is a scripture that means judge with a righteous judgment. The entirety of Matthew 7 is about judgment. It looks at judging the trees, by the fruits that they have. It looks about many people who think they're saved. They're not going to make it into the kingdom of heaven. It looks at the wide and the narrow gate. There's a lot of factors here. There is no issue in the scripture with examining the scriptures. And not only, not only, here, here's really, really what the point is with Matthew 7, 1, is it's not, we can't go over and just yell at somebody because of how stupid they're being or how sinful they're being without us first having a deep repentance over our own personal sin. The point is, is that we have to also be cognizant of our own sin and also be open to people pointing those errors out to us. Now, to bring this back on track, the reason we want to be careful of our input is it becomes very easy to say, I don't understand what something means. I don't want to think about it and wrestle with what something means. Let's see what my favorite pastor has to say. Whether those are extraordinarily sound pastors or the latest Fruit Loop um, with the, on, on the TBN account or something, the problem we have is that it becomes easier to watch what somebody else has to say or listen to what somebody else has to say than it is to formulate our own opinions. And then what ends up happening is we just lose the factor. We lose the, the hard work that comes into making up our own minds and we simply become lemmings to other people's ideas. The problem is many of these people are finding themselves out to really not be living and consistent with um, with the scriptures. Of course, the, the latest one, Franklin Graham, just in the last couple of last couple of weeks, you know, first he says, well, Jesus would get the vaccine. Really, the guy who ran around the world touching lepers would take an experimental drug for something that has a very low death rate? I, I'm sorry, what are you on? That is so insane. But people are like, oh, it's such a great organization. I'm sorry, Franklin Graham would be nothing without his father. And he needs to go into the obscurity of nothing for a while. Spend some time reading the scriptures. Of course, this week he's like, the, the Derek Chauvin prosecution, the J Derek Chauvin verdict shows that justice is done. Justice wasn't done. A bunch of people catered to a mob that started doxing the jurors before the verdict was even out. 
This is insane. But he's out doing this type of stuff. He's out telling us we all need to get the Fauci ouchie uh, because, you know, that that's loving your neighbor. No, no. It, critical thinking is what's loving our neighbor. Getting out and actually examining the word and seeing what it actually says. Because as uh, TTOR had an excellent video on this talking about, about this Franklin Graham statement. And, you know, what it appears as though he did is he catered to the mob. He can't come out and say that was injustice. That was, that was a mob trial because, you know, he knew that if he come out in criticizing what was going on in this case, people would be hate mobbing against him. And what TTOR pointed out is that this is exactly what happened to Jesus. This was, this was an innocent man that was condemned to appease the crowd. The problem is in Jerusalem at that time, the crowd was able to be appeased. Nowadays, we're talking about a mob that cannot be appeased. A mob that cannot be reasoned with. A mob that wants to do everything. But here, how many people follow what Franklin Graham does because, wow, he must be a super Christian. I have to follow along. Well, when you open up your word of God, it tells you about the dangers of following the mob. It tells you about the dangerous lifestyle you will be living in if you are following the life of the things that Floyd followed into. Serious, constant drug use. A long rap sheet, a lot of issues. The consequence of these, the natural consequence, is to fall by the wayside. And the fact of the matter is, we have to be, as Christians, we have to open up our scriptures. How many people followed Ravi Zacharias, where there were some thoughts, you know, is his teaching sound? And I, I've genuflected on this quite a bit. And Ravi was a guy I listened to over a decade ago. I haven't listened to him lately. But it dawned on me, you know, as I'm listening to Ravi, he's a very good speaker. He's an amazing orator. I can't think of all the times I listen to him that he actually brings you to scripture. That right there is key number one. He's a wonderful orator and a Christian apologetic who doesn't even open the Bible. That was a sign. But if you're following people who are opening the scriptures, you open those scriptures yourself and then see if there's any counterpoints. And another factor we need to do, we need to constantly be probing the antithesis of our own opinions. What do I mean by this? Open up the scripture and look at this verse and say, okay, knock and the door shall be opened to you. This is just an example. First one popped in my head. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Does this scripture mean that um, Jesus is knocking and, and he's just trying to get in and, and uh, we have to open up our heart to Jesus that, that he can't come in unless we allow him in? Or does this mean something? Whatever your conviction is on that particular verse, go and study the side you want. And I bring this up because that's one of the controversial verses that half of the people look at this and go, wow, this just means that we have to choose our own salvation, Arminianism as, a, as it were. And Calvinist view looks and says, no, that's actually not what the verse is talking about. Whichever side of that debate you find yourself on, I want you to go and research the antithesis that you do not believe in. And then research again the view you do believe in and see which one aligns with the majority of scripture. That's what I want you to do with every point. I don't want you to blindly follow me or MacArthur or any other guy, whether they be sound or unsound. I don't want you to follow them specifically. I don't want them to be your leaders. I want them to be your shepherds, pointing in the general direction. But the point is, Paul 
uh, greatly praises the Bereans because they didn't just listen to him and just meh. No. They listened to him. They opened the scriptures. They examined what was in the word. And then they applied this. Be a Berean, people. Get out into the word. Open it up and see what you can do. Okay? See what you can do with the word of God. Ultimately, that is what is important. So don't follow a guru. Don't follow an online pastor. Don't even necessarily blindly follow the pastor of your own church. Listen to what he says. Examine the scriptures for yourself and see if what it says be true. I got news for you. There's a number of issues I disagree with my pastor on. I'm not about to leave the church over because I think the guy is an amazingly good Christian man, a reasonably sound Christian man. And the fact of the matter is we disagree on a few things. That's okay. I've opened my scriptures and and understand why and I've given him the benefit of the doubt to tell me why I'm wrong. And that's the thing. That's what we all need to be doing. Some of these issues are more complicated. We may not know the solid answers to some of these until we get to the other side of heaven. We'll have to see what happens at that respective uh, point in time. So regardless, that's what I wanted to, to leave you with today. The scriptures needs to be your primary means of input. Don't follow a guru who could go off the rails. Don't follow a guy because he's got the letters after his name or he leads a church or he has a best-selling book. Don't Definitely don't follow along with that. Many of those guys got best-selling books because they bought their way to the best-sellers list with church funds. That's completely unethical, <laughs> which is kind of frightening. But anyway, I'll leave it here today. Open up the Word of God, examine it, and find yourself... Set yourself a goal this week. Find one of those key verses that you you think you know exactly what it means. I want you to study the side you believe in and the side you disagree with as honestly as you can. See if you change your mind or if you still hold those same convictions at the end. We'll leave this one here today. Thanks for watching. You'd have a look over at the website, ourwalkinchrist.com. A lot of resources over there. Thanks for coming along and hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.